0: You are listening to TLRStation.com.
1: Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati.
2: Thank you for tuning into Worldly Connections, where we believe life is a team sport and when we all work together, miracles happen. But how do we know who to work with? What books to read? What events to go to? I am outrageously curious about just about everything, because we just don't know what we don't know. And today we have a wonderful guest, a dear friend of mine, and she's going to share some wisdom with us. She is a very, very wise and loving person, my dear friend, Lorraine Gabriel, a.k.a. Rain. And she's going to talk about how to screw up and change it. But so before we get into that, I want to welcome you, Lorraine. All right. Thank you, Janet. <laughs> it's, it's awesome to be here. <laughs> and, and I just want to share a little bit about her from my perspective before we get to her bio. Um, Lorraine and I met in 2011 when we uh, did our certification with uh, uh, Jack Canfield, In 2011, uh, we did his Train the Trainer for his book on the success principles. Now, we became accountability buddies and have stayed friends for a long time and called each other on our actions. And although we've done different training, uh, we balance that and learn and keep learning from each other. So today, she's going to talk about how have you ever reinvented yourself, screwed up, changed it up? and went ahead anyways. Lorraine, also known as Rain, passed up her pension for a passion, which is helping others by contributing to their lives in a positive manner using a plethora of tools. She has trained with Joss Canfield, like I mentioned, who is author of The Success Principle. She is certified in NLP and personality dimensions, also known as colors, as well as bars, and body process facilitator with access consciousness. She adores traveling the world, not as often as she'd like, and practices all these amazing tools and gifts in the globally and mainly in Okanagan, B.C., where she resides. Coaching, facilitating, speaking, kayaking, hiking, swimming, spending time with her family are what makes this girl happy and come alive. She's very modest in this bio. I know her as much more than that, and if we have time... We'll see if she'll share a little story about driving a fire truck a long way. Welcome, Lorraine. Thank you, Janet. Thank you for all
0: of that. It's good to chat with you, my friend.
2: So, tell me, where does the fear of screwing up make its face known? Oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> it can show up anytime, anywhere. So, for example. It showed up when you asked me to, would I like to be interviewed and on your radio show, which was totally flattering. And I was just, and I'm so grateful for the invitation. So what that did for me was um, put me into um, almost a beyond, as excited as I was. Uh, a beyond is something like, um, if you ever get something in the mail that, like an unexpected bill or something like that, and it's way more than you thought, and you just kind of go, <gasps> Well, that's beyond. Mm-hmm. So so even though you invited me to this and I thought, yes, I totally want to do this, I went into beyond. And so the first thing I did was um, I avoided you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I noticed.
0: <laughs> yes, I totally did. And I'm so grateful that you did not give up on me and you just kept pursuing and asking me. So when I could no longer avoid it, um, then I started... Uh, I would ask you a question instead well what would you like me to talk about which of course you brought it back to me what would I like to talk about and the only thing I could think about was like I'm going to screw this up I'm going to look so stupid on this radio interview oh my gosh anything that I wanted to talk about I couldn't even think about all I could think about was looking stupid so I know I'm so stinking cute hey
2: Yeah, so when does stupid, looking at stupid is the worst thing moving forward. What is that, like looking stupid? What is that? What does stupid look like? So what stupid looks like for me is um, being
0: the worst radio interview ever. Um, Looking stupid for me meant, means or meant, I should say meant because it totally has shifted, um, that I would have nothing to share with other people that might help change it for them, and uh, looking stupid meant nobody would want to interview me or even hear a call. So all of these things, I I just kept accumulating.
2: I want to share with the audience, when I'm with this woman or speaking on the phone, believe me, we have lots to talk about, and she has lots of wisdom to share. So this is her modesty coming out, I don't know what else, but... Go ahead, Lorraine, because you have so much wisdom to share.
0: Well, thank you, Janet. Thank you. So one of the things I became aware of was um it's kind of like the elephant in the room, so um mm-hmm. looking stupid was my elephant so and one thing i've I've learned um through the years of letting go of things of being actually looking at them is uh, um, i kind I visualize like um like a frozen pond or a lake. It's totally the ice. It's just solid ice. And for Mm -hmm. me, that represents secrets or places where I do not want to talk about or look at. And so in my mind, they are solid. And if I speak about them, secrets or the elephant in the room or whatever, uh, I might die. Uh, Oh, my gosh, somebody else might die. All these different things would come up for me. What I'm aware of, though, now is when I tell the secret or look at it be willing to actually say it out loud that solid surface of ice actually fractures it like if you perceive like cracks in the ice that it, it just so it's not totally shattered but there's a cracks all over in it so now even though this elephant or this fear might still be real for you it's changed already because you've actually said it and that solid surface is now fractured and the more that I would look at it and the more I would be willing to talk about it, the less solid it became. So with this radio that's interview, this is totally what came up for me.
2: And that's really cool, right? Because um, one thing we learned when we were changing uh, training with Jack is that when you share something,
1: mm-hmm. it
2: does break it up, right? It it does help dissipate especially uh, our fears when we share it we may find out well that really wasn't that big of a fear anyway or somebody might say i have that same thing so by you sharing you're helping someone else uh crack that ice oh absolutely right? you said totally.
0: that? yes absolutely it's amazing how it works that ripple effect
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's one of the beautiful gifts of of being willing to look at things that you're afraid of, or that I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. So then, I, then I also looked at, um, I kind of jotted down what fear. So this is kind of, um, using some of the tools from access consciousness. If anybody is familiar with that or not, um, access consciousness is, was founded by Gary Douglas, and, uh, and co-founder Dick, Dr. Dane here, oh, 25, almost 30 years ago in the States. And it's, uh, Global now, and they have um, these incredible tools that um, I use when I'm working with clients and on myself. They're they're brilliant, and they work with total ease. So when I looked at fear, so fear, um, I know Jack Canfield has uh, definitions of fear. We all do, and for Access, fear is in their world is a distractor implant. So a distractor implant is put in place to distract you from what it is that's true for you. So when I looked at fear or looking stupid, so then I asked the question, is that actually mine or did I buy that point of view, that fear from someone else?
2: So, what did you come up with?
0: Well, I actually got um, a couple things out of that. More that I bought it from someone else, because I also grew up with um, one of the uh, limiting beliefs of, like, children should be seen and not heard. So mm-hmm. that point of view um, definitely shut down my wanting to speak up. So I yeah. to, so then I returned that to sender with consciousness attached. So that uh, the person who I bought it from, or wherever, actually has a, cho- a choice to change it if they choose it. So then I looked at fear um, as the distractor implant implant, and that how it can keep you from you and your choices. So, you know, I definitely like let go of all the distractor implants of fear and looking stupid. And then I looked at fear as um, what if this was brought forward from another lifetime as well? So all the oaths and vows that I have from other lifetimes to not speak are everywhere that uh, um, something bad happened to me because I did speak. Um, I let those go. And I also use the clearing statement with access consciousness, uh, which is like Mm -hmm. using a magic wand to wave in the universe that removes the limitations that you have held in place with anything that stops you and keeps you from you. It's amazing. And if you want to know more about it, it's... um, at www.theclearingstatement.com and it sounds like gibberish, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So for me, I cleared all the oaths and vows from those lifetimes that stopped me from talking.
2: Wow. Um, We're going to go to a short break because Mm -hmm. uh, when we come back, I want to tell you, uh, talk to you more about that and uh, maybe run somebody, run us through a process uh, and then I've got another question here that uh, I want to go, and then I'll give you opportunity to, to tell people how they can get in touch with you, uh, And because uh, I know that you talk to people and do this over the phone, uh, as well as uh, you'll do conference calls or whatever with them. So it's time for us to take a short break, and when we return, we'll be talking with Lorraine Gabriel, a.k.a. Rain, on how to screw up and change it.
1: Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca.
2: Welcome back to the second half of Worldly Connections on the TLR station. Before the break, we've been talking to Lorraine Gabriel on how to screw up and change it and we were talking about fear and Lorraine was talking how fear shows up in different ways for different people and is it your own fear where did you get it from did somebody else implant it on you did it come from a past lifetime where where does it come from and how can you get rid of it uh, Lorraine does access consciousness that's just one of the modalities she works with and Lorraine so can you tell us more about fear And maybe give us an example how you might work with somebody on uh, releasing that.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Uh, So one more um, thing that came up with fear uh, as the distractor implant is, is it actually hiding a capacity that you have? Mm. Or for me or anyone listening, like speaking, for example, which was part of this radio interview was of looking stupid and, Stuttering and all those things. So uh, that one actually, a few of those things read for me. But the fear, where it's actually hiding a capacity or potency that you have. So it's um, so how would I work with someone that I would? T- how I start is by asking questions. So I mm-hmm. would. Uh, one of the tools with access consciousness is light and heavy. So energy, if you get the energy of light, so something light would be something that is fun for you, it's easy, it has possibility to it. You think, yeah, I could do that. Or like, oh, my gosh, I'd love to do that. Uh, That Mm -hmm. energy. It's almost like champagne bubbles in a glass where it just floats up. It's just yummy.
2: I like that.
0: Yes, me too. (laughs) And heavy is, you know, it's not fun for you. It's not fun for me. It's um, yeah. It's just got this heaviness to it. It's like, ugh. No, I do not want to do that. Whatever that might be, whether it be like running a marathon. Uh, nope, that's heavy for me. So, mm-hmm. use the tool of heavy and light. You actually find out what's true for you. And I'm so grateful for the tools of access consciousness, um, because it really because it, it doesn't matter what I say, because I could mm-hmm. be and just a bunch of garbage but if it's light for you it's true for you and what's light yeah. for you might not be light for me mm-hmm. so what you really do Makes find sense. out then yeah what you really find out then is uncovering like you revealing who you be and when it's something is heavy um, it's usually because there's a lie attached to it it's not yours or there's a lie attached to it
2: so what would an example of a lie be
0: Uh, well, an example could be something as easy as, um, say you called someone to have a coffee Mm -hmm. and you perceive them. So they were like, oh yeah, uh, no, I'm actually, um, I'm busy. I've got to go cut my hair or I've got to go to the store. Oh no, I sort, I got company coming. I cannot make it. So that heaviness is so... (laughs) When you perceive that is the heaviness that they lied about it. They just don't want to go for coffee.
2: Yeah. We take that on. Right. So
0: when you perceive that heaviness, so mm-hmm. you know that, okay, so that's not true. So all right, they don't want to go for coffee with me next. They don't like go me. Go ahead.
2: They don't like me. Yes,
0: yes, and whatever. They're avoiding has- me what if it has nothing to do with you? What if they actually don't like themselves so they can't even receive you no matter what it is that you, even as simple as a going for a coffee.
2: Wow. That's interesting.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What if it all comes down to receiving? And in this instance with like looking stupid or looking at fear is like, yeah, what, where do we stop ourselves with that? With these lies. And all these imposed limitations. So using the tools of light and heavy, I would ask people, I would go through that. You know, is it your point of view? Is it somebody else's point of view? Is that light or heavy? What's What has more possibility to it? mm mm-hmm. huh. And and then I would, sometimes I use like, um, if anybody is familiar with uh, pocket doors um, in houses or whatever, where you can just slide them aside, they just disappear into the wall. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So sometimes when I look at distractor implants, I, I imagine them as like a sliding pocket door. So fear would be on that. And if you could just move fear aside just for 10 seconds, okay. what's actually behind it? Because what's behind mm-hmm. it is
2: is the truth. That's an interesting concept.
0: Yeah, it, it works for me and for, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then I would mm-hmm. also ask, do you actually have a capacity here that you're not acknowledging? Mm-hmm. And what, has, what is light and heavy to that? Mm-hmm. And then I would also ask about the oaths and vows, and which is light or heavy, and do clearings for each one. And that kind of, mm-hmm. so that would be kind of a process. And also I would ask questions about, what if it's not bad or wrong? And, and what, what's right about this that you're not getting? And what's right about you that you're not getting?
2: Yeah, the questions so much. The questions it, uh, you're putting back on the uh, the person you're working with. You're just being like a tour guide for them, right? You're you're just being there to support them, and by guiding them with the questions, and and the, it reflects back on them. Okay, now I got to answer that question. What does it mean to me, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, and it's you're so. Where does being perfect come into all this? Is that yeah. part of that?
0: it totally is um absolutely so it took me the longest time for this radio interview to come up with questions because of course the only thing I was thinking about was screwing up this one so Mm -hmm. I looked at because in the past I tend to function or had function from uh, wanting everything perfect before I do it so I'm not sure if anybody else has that but uh, so for example When I used to have a housekeeper, I would clean the house beforehand because I wanted the house to be perfect when they came over. I know, right? I'm cute. Once again, I'm super cute. I know.
2: My husband gets ticked at me because I do that, but I really am not cleaning. I'm just tidying so they can do a better job of cleaning.
0: Cool. That's a great turnaround. Awesome. I like that.
2: Yeah. I haven't had one for a long time, but I'm aiming for it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So, so for me, I was, I also had to look then where I procrastinate if I am trying to make this perfect, um, where Mm -hmm. I don't want to look stupid, where I'm actually being, um, where I'm not willing to let somebody else down because I want it to be perfect. And in that, I actually let myself down.
2: Well, and also you're not serving them, are you? You're not being there for them in the capacity that maybe the universe meant you to be.
0: Exactly. So that, so I was totally willing to be unkind to me before I would choose anything else. And that really does not work for me. That totally has changed because that does not work for me. And I'm very grateful, um, so grateful to you for this opportunity to change this
2: well, I really you know I think that uh, your story uh, of your past and all this woman believe me gives back so much. Uh, she even learned how to drive a fire truck, <laughs> and all the things that she has done has led her to where she is now and is so much of service to people. Uh, I have been a client of hers as well as her friend. But she has been a Rotarian. Uh, She stepped aside from that to do the great work that she's doing. Uh, But Lorraine, can you share one of the things that you did as a Rotarian? Because I love that story.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, Yes, it was I've definitely had several Rotary moments when I was a Rotarian and, and active in the group. So um, I had the beautiful opportunity to uh, drive not only once but twice from Grand Prairie, Alberta, Canada to Mazatlan, Mexico. Uh, the first time driving a 77 passenger school bus full of uh, supplies to donate, and the second time uh, two years, three years ago, uh, again with a, a fire truck to deliver it down there. So the Rotary Clubs at Grand Prairie take um, ambulances, fire trucks, water tankers, down and school buses from Alberta down to Mexico and they donate the vehicles to the different regions there that uh, require them. So it takes about a week to drive there. There's two people per vehicle. And I tell you the journey of getting there is part of the adventure and the connections and bonds that you make while driving a fire truck or a school bus and then to get to Mazatlan and the beautiful people there they're so humbly grateful like it's unreal and we get to donate our vehicles and our supplies all around Mexico to everyone in need and it's absolutely incredible and I'm it is so much fun and I would do it again in a heartbeat
2: Well, I want to take this back to what you do with access consciousness, and is it not like a road trip and an adventure to getting to that joyous time of finding out who you really are, that you can be all that you can be, because the pleasure that you gave those communities with those donations, the fire trucks, the ambulances, and I know I've heard the stories, and they're hilarious, some of them, and, but... It just takes you down that path and like you, you've got the borders. Like in, from Canada to Mexico, there's two borders. Plus there's through the states and then through the, the states of, of uh, Mexico. And some of those roads aren't the greatest. So I'd like to, you know, it's like an analogy of the how you take people through the process is that there's bumpy roads along the way. You are going to discover some awesome things. And maybe some not so awesome things to get to be where they are the happiest, where they're truly who they are and can do the best can just take it from there.
0: Oh, absolutely, Janet, that you said it like perfectly, so oh, there was being perfect. Would you be willing to choose it? <laughs> so yeah. yes, would you be willing to choose it if it took you out of your comfort zone, which is actually? where you might be.
2: Yeah, and I am really right now coming out of that mucky part and uh, uh, going in to stretch that uh, uncomfortable part. And uh, life is pretty exciting right now. And uh, thanks to you and so many of other people that uh, are there to serve as well. And Mm -hmm. I want to give people the opportunity of finding how to connect with you. Uh, tell us uh, how that can be. Are you on Twitter? Are you on Facebook? I know that your website is Flying Solo, and that's uh, S-O-U-L-O, right? FlyingSolo.com? Uh, dot com. Um, how else? Or sorry, dot CA, because we're in Canada, guys. Yes. Dot CA. How else can they uh, get in touch with you, Lorraine?
0: Um, I also have raingabriel.ca, and also through accessconsciousness.com. And you can put in Rain Gabriel, and I will come up. Or you can search through accessconsciousness.com and find a facilitator. And I'm also through that way. And definitely Facebook, for sure. Email, mm-hmm. phone.
2: Yeah. And well, I just want to say that I'm so grateful that you're part of my life. I'm grateful that you've come on the show. Uh, I have been following your journey. I've been uh, to uh, – we have shared the stage uh, in training, and uh, you you continue to learn. And I know just recently you did Access Consciousness training in Grand Prairie uh, up in uh, uh, northern Alberta, Canada, and well-received, and I know they want you back. So, uh, yeah, she's available if you want her to come. You just connect with her and make the arrangements. So. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Lorraine. And I'm so grateful you were able to come on the show. And uh, we will be in touch.
1: Thank you. Awesome. And
0: you're welcome. Thank you, Janet. And if I could just uh, close with this, uh, one of my, I guess, all time go to tools that I wasn't Mm -hmm. applying to me, but it was a reminder through this process. And that is be kind and be gentle to beautiful you.
1: Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections? Ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T dot com. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Tune in next week, same day and time.